Hello, hello, hello out there in the sexy, beautiful world. Everyone tuning in now to Indecent Exposure. Thank you for joining me again here on Anchor FM. Typically, you know, we'll take a trip either to the motherland or the underworld. Today is really not going to be a shot at either of those because I want to be able to handle a more real-life topic and come to you straight from the heart, okay? But, however, as the topic of the episode says, what the hell, incel, right? Uh, I always like to come at you guys when I'm inspired by something, when I'm motivated. Both of those things have happened today also uh, with a little bit of slight pissed offness, right? Unfortunately, I want to not give any more fuel to the fire of an article that I read, but it is what it is. Uh, I'm going to refer to an article that was put out by The Guardian. If you guys have that in your Apple News app, you get different things from different posts all the time. And I really did try my best to find the article wider. I couldn't find it, so I'm hoping by the time I get this published and get it put out, I'll be able to put it down in um, some notes on the episode and you guys can follow up with it yourself. I really and truly would love to have engaged the author of this article to really see where their head is at because I'm telling you, it's just another stab at women and women culture and very subtly veiled women hate and what I view as this war on women and our bodies. This article from The Guardian is called, I feel hurt that my life has ended up here. The women who are involuntarily celibate. So the headline of the article is what grabbed me because, you know, once you open your, your phone app, you're only going to get part of it. So I'm thinking it's, it's something that some woman had something somewhere tragically happened to her. And, and she's dealing with the aftermath of whatever this is at whatever stage in her life. So by the time I open the article up and the rest of the headline says the women who are involuntarily celibate. So it, of course, strikes a, a chord in me because I'm reading the first of it that says, I feel hurt that my life has ended up here. I mean, what the fuck? Involuntary celibacy was coined by a woman back in the 90s. I'll also put that in the um, chat for you guys. And I'll have to do a little bit more digging and research on that. But it was a woman who did coin the term incel. Involuntary celibacy. The only thing most people can probably say that they've heard about involuntary celibacy are some white, young, male angst that are using this as a a weapon to go out and unleash their hatred on the world, right? So there have been actual uh, deep web platforms that have been found where these people who are in involuntarily celibate groups, mind you, it was a coin turned by a woman for women. 
speaking that they would like to engage more in casual sex, but for whatever reason, they weren't doing it. And again, casual sex, especially during the 90s, unless you were a fan of the the sex in the cities of the world. And even now, and of course, before the 90s, even now, casual sex for women, it's just such a taboo, whatever. You still get labeled the slut, the whore, the this, the that. But the guys who are out practicing casual sex, if they're not gay or bi, I mean, they have to fuck something, right? So casual sex is in itself, it's, it's indicative that we're not talking about your wife, girlfriend, spouse, anyone else you're in a relationship with. So you have to stick your dick in a hole somewhere. So if it's not other women that are also engaging in casual sex, then what is that happening? Most men are not out um, putting up front street that they engage in paid sex and prostitution um, and any other forms of just being able to get their nuts off. They're not doing that. Um, And so when women engage in it, we still get labeled everything bad that you can think of. Guys still carry it as a badge of honor. Here we are now talking about involuntarily being celibate, which means that you would like to engage in uh, more sex, but for whatever reason, you're not doing it. So that's where this article took me, right? Again, y'all, I can't stress enough. Women out there, please hear me. I implore you, please, 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 for the life of me and the life of your pussies, please. Learn to give yourself permission that it is okay for you to want to get fucked just for the sake of getting fucked. You want a dick just for the sake of a dick. Yes, you would like the dick to be attached to a body, but the body doesn't have to be attached to a brain or a mouth or words or any other type of communication other than come in, fuck me, eat my pussy, make sure I get my nut, you get yours, get your clothes on, and then get the fuck out. It is real simple for casual sex. No, and I'm putting that kind of comically because I, because again, this article is taking me to a place of being pissed off. Again, it feels as if it's an article written about women for the sake of targeting women and their bodies. And that's just not okay with me. The article talks about, again, women that are in such a bad, fucked up, place in their life because they're not engaging in casual sex because casual sex again has to be a part of a relationship or having quote unquote a man or a husband so when you read through the article it talks about women that are nearing the age of late 20s and older again someone stabbing you in the heart in the head and in the back and telling you that you are no longer desirable once you reach a certain age well, as long as I have had my pussy with me, my pussy has wanted what it's wanted. And I've done a pretty good job of letting her get what she wants. So, this is as much about me again, wanting to support the swinger community to let people know that there is casual sex available out there. You don't need intimacy, emotional intimacy or attachment with anyone else to engage in casual sex. You don't. There are clubs, there are parties, there are things you can go to. Granted, COVID-19 has put a halt in a lot of the more public places that we've gone to. Um, But I I implore you guys to even just put yourself in a position and get over whatever fear it is you have and whatever, which is rooted in stigma. 
Realize, one, that you're an adult. Realize, two, you do what the fuck you want to do. Realize, three, that if you don't do it, then those hormones that are being built up that are not being released and those orgasms that you're not having, um, no, I don't believe in throwing myself into work and doing other things that are going to distract me. Yes, I buy vibrators and, and um, masturbators and other things that I can do for self-pleasure. But there's nothing that I love more than the physical contact of one body to the next. And again, I'm talking about just the body and the dick. I'm not talking about a relationship. Right? There are places you could go to get that, ladies. And because I've been in the swing community over 10 years, I know that I'm open enough to engage in casual sex where it doesn't necessarily have to be at a swinger club or a swinger party. It was the safest place for me to go and to start and get my feet wet and to allow it to start to open my eyes and my mind as I begin my journey of growth into being and becoming this person that I am now. This article, however, again, still rations out this stupid narrative that casual sex for women is still linked to emotions and intimacy. And it's not. It's not. You have a pussy, and that pussy wants a dick shoved up in it. You want a mouth or a hand or fingers or something else besides yourself playing around with your clit. At whichever way you're going to get that orgasm, internally or externally, either way, I implore you to get it. Don't listen to the narrative that we are continually being force-fed by media like this, mainstream media at that. That sex for women, casually, without strings attached, without husbands, without love, without attachments, it somehow is the end, be-all, end-all, end of all womankind. Right? A little more research I found. And again, the articles come up about these guys who were, um, earlier this year, plowed his car into like 10 or 15 people and killed several. It was coming to be found that he was involved in incel groups. And again, people who are not practicing what these things are and what these terms are and and doing the deep digging and the research on it, you're just going to automatically label it as something bad, crazy, uh, oh hell, we don't know what this is. So then I started looking at images for what incels are because I wanted to have something to post on the podcast, right? And then I come across an image where it's an image of like cartoonish like images of two women and I open it and it's linked to an article that a branch of the military actually right at sparked after one of these these um, terrorist actions happened. A branch of the military actually put into their training what they thought incels were. It was an article about the man who had committed this atrocious act, but the training was targeted at women, basically saying being be aware of these incel sexless women. The word less in and of itself is going to indicate that you are not of value. You are lesser than. You are not as good as. All right. I'm a woman who is child free. Don't have children. Never desired to have any children. And that's been my fucking choice for the almost 48 years that I've been on this planet. 
uh, not 48, well, you know, of at least of my childbearing years. I knew at an early age I did not want to bear or have children for whatever reason. Does it make me less of a woman? No, because I know however many women now that are at my age or older hate that they went through the pregnancies and then the uh, attachments that came along with that, that they were forced into, my own mother included being pregnant with me and having a pregnancy with a man that she did not want to be married to or no longer attached to, but society telling her that she had to stick with it or be with this man because she's pregnant and she's better off being pregnant by a man that she doesn't want to be with because he has a job and has the this and the that. And again, you have no value as a woman unless you have this man or unless you have this baby, regardless of what your needs were. You were not encouraged to um, seek those out on your own. I'm 48 years old, so 48 years later, we're still having the same fucked up ass conversation. So, the article with the armed forces, again, probably written by a man somewhere, as the head of all of our armed forces are. And this article has one photo of a young lady on it. And they actually have the rating, which further incensed me, like a rating out of 10. One on the left, you guys pay attention to the photo in, in the JPEG. One was rated a 6 out of 10. I'm going to try not to crop it to that point so you can see what I'm talking about. One was a rating of 6 out of 10. And they were talking about the bullet points where she needs to be the dominant one in a relationship. She always wears dark clothing. She's moody. She's willing to... Uh, color her hair, all types of crazy, funky colors, pink, green, and whatnot. Well, any of you that know me personally, my background is also as a professional cosmetologist. And coloring anybody's hair, any color under the fucking sun, is nothing new for me. So, <laughs> people even taking the color of your hair, weaponizing it, and, and saying that if your hair is colored this color or looks like this, you're sexless and angry and and barren and mean and all around undesirable even a photo of itself has this character looks like a stick cartoon character very stick very straight arms legs nothing i don't see anything remotely curvaceous about this to indicate that it's a woman figure in contrast the figure on the right shows that this is the quote-unquote Becky and this woman fits the Barbie doll mode. She is very much the Kardashian-esque type silhouette. Titties out, ass out, tight skirt hiked up to here, heels on, purse, and the, the, the preeminent long flowing swinging hair. And, and it categorizes her as the one who will let the man dominate her. It's more than likely to have light-colored blonde hair, has a free-going attitude, laughs and smiles a lot. Um, but it does make a point, says that it usually uh, will tend to have men that they treat as a cuck or a cuckold. So even if someone threw that in there and didn't really know what that was, a cuckold to a woman is... A man that she does dominate. So I thought it was a stupid little slip of the, 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 somebody's fingers on their keyboard. If they didn't know what cuckold was, but they said the woman on the left liked to dominate men. But the woman on the right, that was the Beckys of the world. The, like the social media Instagram looking type model of what we have now. 
she also treats men as a cuckold, but somehow it's okay because she's voluptuous and beautiful and has got titties and ass and she's the 10 out of 10. Literally, they rated her 10 out of 10 that this is what every man wants. So she holds him captive and treats him like shit and, 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 and he doesn't feel worthy unless he have her. It's okay because she's the 10 out of 10. She's the trophy that everyone's going after. Like, I, I really couldn't believe what the fuck I was seeing and reading. Like, where and on what planet is it okay that this is okay in the eyes and ears of men, our counterparts, that many that are behind the typewriters and keyboards are writing because they they have power. They're in powers of positions of power. They're the powers that be, the powers that shouldn't be. But they're putting this nonsense out. So what exactly do they go home with? Because, you know, it's very important for these positions of power to have the facade of the wife and the family. So when they go home to this wife and his family, what does this wife look like? The bitch on the left or the bitch on the right? And I'm using that word bitch because I'm a woman and I can say the word bitch and call another woman bitch if I want to. And she can call me bitch. And when we bitch it up with each other, bitches know what the fuck we mean, okay? So when he goes home, does he have this sexist, undesirable-looking incel on the left? Or does he have the oversexed, hypersexualized Becky, bitch, whatever, on the right? I mean... Are you fucking kidding me? So now, involuntary celibacy, again, is you're celibate, but you don't really want to be celibate. But the article makes it a point that you're celibate because of these so-called women that they interviewed. And women are saying that they're celibate because they don't fit a certain standard of beauty. Another woman in the article says that she's college educated and she knows what she's attracted to intellectually. She doesn't necessarily expect to find that in every man, but the men she does try to date casually feel intimidated by her and she will not um, dumb herself down. I applaud you on that, sis, but again, your intellect ain't got shit to do with your pussy. I myself am earning a PhD. I myself teach. And my licensed teacher. And it, 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 your professionalism ain't got shit to do with your pussy. That's, I can't say it no plainer. No, but again, your identity cannot be wrapped up in your profession. It can't be wrapped up in your pussy either. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, we have got to get a clear understanding of who we be, in the words of Iyama Van Zandt, who we be as an individual. Versus who you say you are and what you do. If you ask most people who are you, they're going to tell you their name. They're going to tell you their job. They're going to tell you um, what church affiliation. They're going to tell you their political beliefs. They're going to tell you a whole lot of shit. But they cannot tell you who they are. The most of us don't know and we don't put in the work. I just happen to be a student of ontology. And it challenges you to understand the aspect of being. So in metaphysics, we studied that. Instead of studying the physical, we studied the other things, the things other than being physical, the things 
inwardly, spiritually, and soulfully. So a lot of us can't tell you who we are. But I will say that I don't want to have a conversation. When I see a, when I am in my I want to get fucked mode and I'm at a swinger party or swinger club, or I'm even online looking for a hookup, I don't give no fucks about your job, about this. Even certain hookup sites that I've been on, I've been waning away from them because everyone wants to put in their fucking damn bios what they do, where they are, what they live, what they enjoy, all of this. And I'm like, I just want to fuck. I don't give a damn about the rest of that shit. And you're on an I want to get fucked site too. But when I bring it to you about swinging... And the prospect of, of opening up and let's clearing this out, people are quite naturally going to be fearful of what they don't know. So if sex to me is just casual and just straight up, I don't care about nothing else. I don't give a fuck of you giving your right name or not. Because when we hook up, we're going to be hooked up typically in a place that I pick and I choose where I'm going to feel safe. I do try to make it an effort to get some type of casual back and forth going so it's not just a complete John Doe showing up that may or may not be a serial killer. I don't need to put myself in harm's way because the anonymity of what we do most people take that as well she doesn't know who's coming to fuck her she's not going to know who came to kill her right so I don't need that my last hookup encounter was absolutely marvelous Marvelous, And again, I will say that I, I enter these relationships very open, very honest, straight up with people. And, and I let people get to know who I am. They don't have to understand the whole aspect of swinging and what that is. But um, this is just what it is for me. What I have done has been lucky a few times over the years is to make connections with people that it may become friendly after the fact. But it doesn't have to morph into an emotional connection. It doesn't have to be, oh, you're my man now and I'm fucking you and the sex was great, but you're the only person I got to fuck and I got to suck up all the air out of you in your life and expect you to bend over backwards and this. No, it doesn't have to be that either. The last couple of times, and it's been working best for me to have my sexual hookups, people have lived completely out of state from where I am. And the last great fuck I had was Vegas, and and I'll give you guys that a little bit later. I think I've mentioned it in a previous podcast. I've had two trips to Vegas in the past couple of months, and have been absolutely fucking awesome. One of the best fucks I've ever had in my life. Met him in a Facebook group. Wasn't a sexual group, just a Facebook um, group for people that were um, traveling in Vegas. We messaged a little bit back and forth, so so maybe the second night or so after I was in town, and uh, um, we talked. A little bit earlier in the day. We talked a little bit again later that night. So by the time I got back to my room, I was like, yeah, you know, come fuck with me. Um, You know, I got a little something in here to drink. You want to bring something to smoke? Come fuck with me. He came through. We talked. We chilled. We fucked. It was awesome. Real simple. Real simple. That was the first encounter. The second encounter, I went back. um, We stayed in touch. Texting and talking. um, Just casually. How you doing? What's going on with you? Blah, blah, blah. No big deal, no expectations, no uh, unrealistic uh, uh, pressure, you know. Uh, just keeping it cool. I went back a couple months later, and again, another great hookup. Uh, had a beautiful room overlooking um, pool at Overlook, part of the airport. 
and, and the view is just absolutely great. Yeah, I love to get fucked in, in the middle of the night and have an awesome view of the, the airport and then the mountains in the background. It was absolutely awesome. And again, it was a great fuck. It was a great hookup. I don't love this guy. He don't love me. I couldn't tell you what his last name was. Um, I couldn't tell you a few other things that are in, in casual passing communication. I don't know what his job is. Don't give a damn. I enjoyed him for what I came there to enjoy him for. And it was an awesome physical connection. The energy was great and I loved it and left it at that. Right? I've had spaces in between my life where, yes, I've been celibate, but I hadn't necessarily looked at some huge imposition about it. Either I'm changing jobs, I've moved cities, focusing on my degree, things of that nature. But when mama wants to get fucked, I'm going to get fucked. And I'm going to get up and I'm going to go out and I'm going to find it. He knows that I swing. I've mentioned to him about swinging. When I go back to Vegas, there's a swinger club there that I plan on checking out. Whether he's going to be my date. And it's just a date to the event or not. I don't know. Don't care. Don't need it. Um, it's an open invitation, you know. I don't need it at a swingers club. The, the unicorns are the stars of the show there. You know, they love to see single swinging women. So, again, let me support the swinging culture again, ladies. And to get chip away at this bullshit-ass narrative that this article is trying to force down our throats. You don't need relationships. You don't need love. You don't need emotional intimacy to get laid, to get some dick, to get your pussy ate. You don't need it. You don't need it. Stop looking for other shit to excuse why you just want to get fucked. I don't care whether someone is married, whether they're in a relationship, whether they're in a situationship, nothing. Because if you're, I tend to put myself in a position where I'm going to be approached. I, I don't, I'm not that aggressive in the approaching. So I do keep my profiles active. So I typically respond. I let people look at me and see if it's something that they want. And if I want it in return, if the body is there, if the smile is there, if the dick print is there, I see something that I want physically. That is it. And then I respond. And then I open the door and stay open. Get enough of a communication on what the sex is going to be to see if it's something that I want to pursue. I need to see body. I need to see dick pics. I need to see all of that. Right? Someone having a great dick don't mean it's going to be great sex. But that I can work with because I know it's a teachable moment. But you can have the best body in the world and be real cute. And if the dick ain't there, then ain't nothing else going to be there. We ain't talking. Mama likes to get fucked. Mama likes a nice dick. Real simple. Real simple with me. And anything else other than that, I, 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 I ain't trying to find out. I'm just saying, you are not going to be the person that's going to disappoint me in this situation. Get your feelings hurt, not get your feelings hurt, whatever. Send me a dick pic, and I need to see the dick pic attached to your body. I don't need to see a dick of somebody else, and then you see me a cropped picture from your waist up. No, I need to see a full-length picture head down at least to the top of your fucking kneecaps. Because I know the dick in you is going to be in the picture. You got to do a whole lot of motherfucking goddamn 
cropping, screenshotting, and finagling and this, that, and other to put somebody else's dick on your body and then send it to me and let it be a believable picture. So that's just how I do. When all else fails, and I'm going to get you on FaceTime, Messenger, something, and we're going to do a live. We're going to do a little phone sex. We're going to do a little something. I need to see what you're working with. Yeah, that's how I roll. I got no problem with sending you what you need to see of me either. But I know my gym membership, and the two or three times, four times a week that I take my ass to the gym and work out, is for that purpose. To keep the body physically looking like something that mama wants to fuck. So when I see curves or the ass or this or that or something on a woman and something that I want nice and soft and squishy, I got to give that in return. We just talking about sex. It ain't got to be nothing else. So let's just be real about our expectations when it comes to sex and stop letting other people define this narrative for us, y'all. It is okay to engage in casual sex. Again, women, I'm going to implore you Research, do your homework on a swinger lifestyle. You, it is no pressure. It is it's no where you have to engage in anything. You can get out there pretty much as a warrior. Get out there, look and see. Do a meet and greet only. Just get out there and just explore and open your mind. And you eventually will become confident and w- enough with yourself to know that you can engage in casual sex, however often or seldom, that it suits you. But bullshit like this damn article has got to go. It's, I guess it's just a part of my fucking life's mission to make sure that I'm celebrating sex for the purpose of us as women primarily empowering ourselves and to know that we're sexual beings. And again, the whole idea behind indecent sex exposure is for us to explore the dichotomy, but the realization that there are two distinct parts of us as human beings, our humanity and our sexuality. How do we get to be human if two other people before us didn't fuck and you gestated in somebody's womb somewhere? You got here because the dick went inside a pussy. It's real simple. Real simple. Two human beings did that. A giraffe and your mama didn't fuck and they had you. Right? A koala bear and your mama didn't fuck and they had you. That's not how that works. A man with a dick somewhere fucked your mama and it went inside a pussy and he nutted and out you came having many weeks or months later. Motherfuckers who wrote an article like this, some of y'all ass came out at, after a couple of weeks. And you probably need to go back. Because you're missing a couple of cells and screws in your brain for you to continue to write articles like this. That target women as somehow lesser than or less than desirable because of celibacy. How fucking dare you? How dare you? Hijack. A place in time of women finding themselves, having to get comfortable enough with themselves after all of the bullshit that life teaches us and rams down our throat that tells us what being a woman is. As if owning my pussy is not mine. It's attached to my body and nobody else's. It's too many of you motherfuckers out there that secretly want to be a woman. You secretly want to have a pussy. That's where. The misogyny, the misanthropy, right? The gynophobia comes from. Misogyny, you hate women. Misanthropy, you hate everybody. Gynophobia, you have a real fear of women. Do something about yourself and leave us with the pussy the fuck alone. If you don't, 
want to be a woman and you don't want to have a pussy, keep your fucking mouth closed on the people who are and do. Keep your mouth closed on the people who are women and the people who do have a pussy. Keep your fucking mouth closed. Go back home to your woman on the left on this photo. Because you had to get an example of what a, a motherfucker like that looked like anyway. Go home to the woman on the left in that photo and try to fuck her. After you ain't fucked her in so long and she ain't fucked you. That's what real sexlessness in marriages look like. Because I guarantee you, you motherfuckers ain't bagging a Becky on the right all day, every day. Y'all ain't doing that. Look at your average Instagram model and your Kim Kardashian-esque woman of the world. She may be putting it out there. She thinks uh, women entertainers, right? Rappers and singers and actresses, right? They're putting it out there. But only because it's advertisement and sex sales. And that's what it does to get people's attention. So, those women that do use their femininity to get what they want, they, they may grab the husbands or the, the boyfriends. They don't keep them for very long. Because if you know and, and kid at yourself into thinking that that physical entity is the only thing that attracted yourself to each other and you're trying to build an entire life on that, that shit is not going to last. So, again, for my women out there, it's okay, sis. I just want to employ that as much as I can. It's okay. If celibacy is something that you are practicing, fine. Do what you need to do with that. If you don't want to be celibate, go get laid, sis. Go do it. Go. Give yourself permission to be the grown woman that you are and get out there and enjoy your life and live your best life. I'm going to leave you with this. Check out SwingLifestyle.com. Check out SDC.com. I believe there's Cassidy.com. Several other forms out there that you can find. SkirtClub.com is another good one. It's an open swinger community, but for women only. So specifically for bisexual and gay women. Check that out. Um, Just go. Just go. Just go. In no time like the present. I'm getting off here now, and if I can't get online and find some dick, I'm masturbating. Yes, I am. That's what I would do. Got to get up and do a little bit more this, that, and the third, and live life. But, hey, to the asshole that wrote this article on The Guardian, I hope this makes its way to you. I'm going to be hunting your asses down Instagram, Twitter, something, at least the main Guardian. I will get you people, and as soon as I get this podcast located, I'm dropping a link. In an inbox, in a DM, something to you. Because I would love to engage with the asshole that wrote this wrote this article. It's just really pathetic. Pathetic. How dare you. Continuing to paint women as undesirable because of celibacy. But women, it doesn't have to be involuntary. I'll put it to you that way. It doesn't have to be involuntary. And involuntary, again, sounds like something that was pushed upon you and forced upon you. Ladies, go. 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 It's okay to fuck something and not have no fucking emotional ties about it. I guess for me, growing up with the father and brothers and all of that, no, I didn't agree with the way that they treated their women and their lives because you drug these women through so much emotional turmoil. Again, women not understanding 
the difference between their duty as a woman and sex and a husband and family and a mother and this and that. And I thought men in my family have women outside of their marriages all of the time. But I also saw them treat when treat sex, not women, I'm sorry, but treat sex as just a pastime hobby, you know, it's no different than watching a sporting event to them. And to the degree that you need to disassociate love with sex, I can understand that. Maybe that's where I get that part of myself that I can clearly disassociate love from sex. Love is in one box, sex is in another, right? I've been in relationships before. And I've been faithful in those relationships. And my partners were faithful with me. But when the conversation came up about spicing up our love life, and it happened in both situations, that they wanted to explore sex more. One, initially, he wanted to play with toys more, watch porn more. I was a little still kind of withdrawn then, even though I had this outgoing sex, the idea of watching other women and reading porn magazines and stuff, it was it was making me feel a way about me because I'm thinking, why does he need to be stimulated by someone else if he loves me? And again, not really doing a great enough job disconnecting sex between that because I was in the relationship. Secondly, the relationship was my ex wanted to engage in a threesome. I was very open to it, but I also wanted, he wanted the threesome his way. Him and to me and another woman. And I told him I would be totally fine with that as long as I got a, a part in it with me and him and another man. So my suggestion was we find a couple that we can both swap with or we can both have our threesome at the same time. Also be there to have each other's back. I really didn't know that that was at that point a part of me opening up to um, what swinging was. But I began to do a bit of research and hear things from friends and buddies that were engaging in it. Both times they were both appalled and shut my idea down. And um, on the first instance, there was something that was being forced on me and I wasn't allowed to to be free and open to make the decision on how it was going to happen. So it wasn't the idea really of the watching porn and movies that was hurting me. More at that point, it was the fact that he was felt he could force it on me. And it was just what he wanted and I should give him what he wanted. And that is what made me uncomfortable. In the second instance, the fact that my ex wouldn't also give me what I wanted. But it was just such an emphasis on what he wanted that also is what made me uncomfortable. So it's like, no. But again, me speaking up and using my voice as a woman in relationships, yeah. So when I've been outside of those relationships... And I just had casual sex and sexual partners? Yes. I wouldn't have necessarily called it swinging until, you know, years after that second breakup. And and meeting people and getting in online chat rooms and things of that nature. And really beginning to wake up and explore and realize that I had really and truly the heart and the head of a swinger. And I could handle it. And I'm glad I was given that little push and that little nudge by a few people that I met online. Because I can. I can. It ain't no thing to me. It really ain't. I don't. I will never be in another relationship where a person is themselves not a swinger, have formerly been in the swinging lifestyle, or is at least willing to understand and explore the swinging culture. It just won't happen for me emotionally in another intimate partner. It just will not. I don't feel the need for that, and I am not gonna lie to anyone and cheat with anyone and go behind their back for the sake of getting my sexual needs met. No. 
don't. It takes you to be a little less emotional when it comes to sex. And just focus on what your pussy needs. Right? Let them hormones fly, girl. Let them go. Get out there. Explore. Do your thing. I implore you. Get your nipples sucked and licked on. Get them squeezed. Get them grabbed. Get your pussy fondled with. Get some really nice dick. Get some nice kisses and everything going on. Again, ain't none of that got nothing to do with nothing emotional. And the real, the reason you guys don't realize is because we're listening to bullshit society tell us on one end. We can only enjoy sex if we're in a relationship or marriage. And if we are not in a relationship or marriage, then we are then sexless. And we still get labeled as lesser than. And if you do enjoy sex and you still get the third label of being a slut or a whore, well, guess what? I'll take being a slut or a whore any day. My pussy ain't complaining. Hello. And with that, goodbye. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining me on another great episode of Indecent Exposure. Check out the link that I'm going to leave for you below. Hit your girl up on Twitter at I am underscore mama bear. Leave me a question or a comment there. Uh, leave me a voicemail here. I would love to engage you guys more on what the next topics or conversations or, you know, even hold an, on, host an open forum. You know, we can do a free conference call.com. We can do Zoom. Everyone can get on it and be, um, you know, incognito. We don't have to show any faces. Everyone can choose their avatar, whatever you want to do. But, yeah, let, let's just try to make this thing happen, right? I'm signing off. This is your girl, Mama Bear and Medusa, coming to you from the motherland and the underworld on another steamy, hot, sexy episode of Indecent Sexposure, only on Anchor FM. Take care, y'all. Bye.